Hello everyone, welcome to Health for Niger podcast. My name is Dr. Ngozi Onoha. I'm a primary care doctor and board certified internist and geriatrician. I take care of people who are 18 years and older. So I'm the owner of this podcast and the founder of brand Health for Niger, a health through education platform creating healthy communities and helping people become healthier through education. This platform is for general knowledge and does not constitute medical advice. Kindly consult with your doctor or medical provider to determine what is best for you. The mention of services or external links is not endorsement and I may earn revenue from any affiliates or sponsors. So today, welcome to the show. I'm gonna be talking about colon cancer screening. So first of all, what is colon cancer? Um, It is the growth of abnormal cells in the colon. And these cells are harmful and can spread to various organs causing damage. So it starts off as a polyp and it takes about 10 years to transform from a bad polyp to full-blown cancer. It's just the way you have a small flower, a bud of a flower that blooms into a flower. There are two types of polyps. The hyperplastic polyps do not transform to cancer and the adenomatous polyps are the bad polyps and these can be defined by histology as tubular villus or tubular villus. I always say the villus is a villain and that's a bad one. And these polyps can transform into cancer. Uh, The good thing is that if these polyps are found during colonoscopy, they can be removed and essentially it doesn't transform into cancer. So effectively, you can pretty much cure cancer if you find a polyp at an early stage and remove it. So let's talk about the screening colonoscopy. What is it? What is a screening colonoscopy? So generally, the purpose of screening is to find a disease before it even presents with any symptoms, and that's what screening is. So the purpose of a screening colonoscopy is to identify polyps in people without any gastric symptoms or gastrointestinal symptoms. And when these polyps are found, they can be removed. Depending on the type of polyp, a repeat colonoscopy may be done in three years, five years, or 10 years, and the gastroenterologist will best advise as to the frequency of a colonoscopy. So generally, a screening colonoscopy is performed for somebody without symptoms starting at the age of 45 years in black people and every 10 years, if normal, up to age 75 years. So a screening colonoscopy may also be offered to people who are in their 40s if there's a family history of adenomatous polyps or colon cancer at the age of 60 years in a, or less in a first degree relative. The screening colonoscopy may also be offered at 10 years younger than the earliest diagnosis of cancer in a first year relative. Let me give you an example. For instance, if a parent had colon cancer at the age of 50, then the child should start screening colonoscopy at the age of 40. So that's 50 minus 10. 
Now, there are hereditary syndromes which predispose people to colon cancer. These are genetic conditions such as familial adenomatous polyposis and hereditary non-polyposis colon cancer. In these genetic conditions, screening would start at much earlier ages. So there are other conditions that cause an increased risk for colon cancer, and this includes ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease, and these people with these conditions have to be monitored more frequently. Also, people who have primary sclerosing cholangitis, which is a condition of the bile ducts, have to be screened more often for colon cancer. Now, a diagnostic colonoscopy is a colonoscopy that's been ordered because the person has gastrointestinal symptoms such as rectal bleeding, weight loss, low iron, abdominal pain, pelvic or rectal pain, change in bowel habits. And then if a colonoscopy is performed for any medical reason, then this is called a diagnostic colonoscopy. And a diagnostic colonoscopy can be done at any age. So, any other things to know? Yes. So, a colonoscopy is a procedure performed by a gastroenterologist. And typically, there'll be an anesthesiologist administering sedation. And there are risks with this procedure. And the risks include overdiagnosis as well as underdiagnosis. And there are also anesthetic risks. Sometimes, this procedure is done under conscious sedation. The adenoma detection rate is a rating of how effective the colonoscopist is to detect the polyps. And a low adenoma detection rate means that the colonoscopist misses adenoma. So you really want to interview your colonoscopist and ask, what is your adenoma detection rate? A doctor gastroenterologist who performs colonoscopies who has a high adenoma detection rate means that he is good at finding the polyps and that's what you want. You want somebody who's good at finding the polyps. Now, if you don't want to have a colonoscopy for screening, even though the colonoscopy is the gold standard test because it's possible to remove a polyp during the procedure, whereas with the other testing methods, uh, it's not possible to remove a polyp. And so if those other tests come back and are abnormal, then that person would need to still undergo a colonoscopy. So there's certain tests, which are the, the fecal tests, fecal immunochemical tests. Uh, typically, this would be done every year. The high sensitivity guag-based fecal ocular testing, and this is also done every year. The fecal immunochemical test, FIT test, is available in Nigeria. The barium enema can be done every five years. Flexible sigmoidoscopy is, can be done five years. A CT colonography or virtual colonoscopy can also be done every five years. So in essence, this is really um, some information on uh, colonoscopy. Prevention of colon cancer is really based on some dietary modifications and lifestyle. So there are some risk factors for colon cancer, and these include a poor diet, so consumption of processed and red meats, alcohol, and low consumption of non-starchy vegetables and fruits. So to reduce your risk of colon cancer, it really entails a healthy diet, 
with uh, fruits and vegetables, um, reduced uh, consumption of processed and red meats and alcohol. And other factors include lifestyle, like smoking, for instance, and sedentary lifestyle predispose people to a higher risk of colon cancer. So by modifying these risk factors, we may be able to reduce our risk for colon cancer. Um, And that's pretty much it. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this episode helpful. Uh, Please share with your friends and uh, stay healthy and be safe. Thank you.